0: Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre, and we are here today to talk about the Challenge Double Agents Episode 8. Here's our recap podcast. Here's my lovely co-host, the Miss Nikki Sin.
1: Hello, hello, hello from Canada. All the cold vibes.
0: (laughs) If you are watching this on YouTube, then you will notice that in the right-hand corner, there will be photos from the episode. So whatever we're talking about during the podcast, just skip around whenever you want. If you want to hear us talk about the Elimination in the right-hand corner, the picture of the Elimination will be there. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple or iTunes, anything like that, just skip in sequential order because we're going to be doing this breakdown of the episode from the beginning to the end.
1: From the inset and throughout, as Geordie Shore (laughs) would say. (laughs) I'm the only Geordie Shore stand here.
0: (laughs) So what did you think of this episode?
1: I actually really liked it. Um, I... I thought it, there was going to be more drama than there was, but it was like, like, it was a very challenge, challenge episode, if you know what I mean, like, the daily was like really heavy in, in terms of plot.
0: Yeah, it was a three-part daily challenge, and anytime you have that, it's going to go a long time. You could even feel CT was like, I thought this daily challenge was over. And it just kept going and going and going. The poor thing. So at the beginning of this episode, we see the aftermath of Leroy's win. Uh, Him and Cam are talking about what their options are from here on out. Uh, They talk about potentially getting each other a better partner for the final. Uh, They also talk about what their next goal is. And Cam, her goal is to definitely put Teresa in elimination against Casey so that way one strong girl is out of the game and also because she thinks Casey can take out Teresa.
1: Oh. Yeah, and the way that these two talk strategy to me, like I think it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful challenge, like love story, the way these two are, Cam and Leroy. I love Camroy forever because I I really think they they bring together two very different strategies. And it, it it just it just, just so well. Because Cam I, is always, like, plotting.
0: I agree. I mean, Leroy is the more calm head who is just yeah. there to support her moves. And Cam is always ready to make a big move. And I think just having that stable presence behind her is just helpful. Yeah. Next we had the men. It looked like Devin, Kyle, Leroy, uh, Michi and I think Nam was also in the room, they're talking about how there's only one male skull left. Oh, it was Corey, not Nam. And they're talking about how there's only one male skull left and how it's good to put Josh in elimination against Fessy because, you know, even though Josh is probably not going to win, maybe he takes him out. If not, if Josh has a skull, he'll just be an easy target.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually a really good strategy from Devin, which I it's weird to be giving, you know, Devin so
0: much kudos I think yeah. Devin's been, like, the male star of the season thus far, which is crazy to say. But, like, he's been killing it every week, every single week. And it is a smart move because if you're Devin, like, you're looked at as the easy red skull in the house, gold skull in the house. So you got to make sure that the, uh, there's one other person who's seen as a layup because Kyle, Festy, and Leroy have the other skulls, and people yep. see them as actual threats.
1: Yep, yep he's he's playing a really good strategy.
0: After this we get a scene with Amber B talking about how she's kind of been put in the middle where the rookie girls expect her to have their backs and the big brother people expect her to have their backs and socially she's had a great game because she's been able to play the middle really well.
1: Yeah, I didn't we didn't really get to see Amber B, you know, hanging out and socializing with all the other Big Brother people, I feel like that alliance um, is mostly just like Casey, Josh, Fessy.
0: And her. She's the fourth.
1: Yeah, and apparently, and they added Lolo at one point. They were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, really? And I was like, oh, right, because she was on, like, UK Big Brother or something.
0: She was on the U.S. celebrity version, yeah.
1: Oh, that's the one. Yeah.
0: It's funny because, like, she, I mean, being the fifth wheel in two different alliances is the best spot you can be in a double agents game. It's yeah. really weird to say and it's also been protecting Darrell somewhat. It's ironically Durrell yeah. being such a strong player that's put a yeah. target on them. Not her not him, you know, being a good political or social or anything like that. So Amber in some ways is carrying Darrell, which is one of the craziest things to say, like when you say it out loud, but it's true.
1: It's It's nuts to think that Darrell is carry like it's the, their partnership I didn't think it was going to work but it does
0: yeah I mean it, it'd be funny if I don't know this is like the most real game ever too. just especially to go under the radar and just you know maybe pick up a skull at the end on fresh meat <laughs> one uh him and Aviv are nowhere near the top team all season and they're under the radar the entire time. And then they pick up the win at the end. Yeah. That is that is the ultimate durrell game.
1: Yeah, and, just like <laughs> the, yeah. the grab it on your way home. You know, the, the end of the grocery aisle.
0: One of my favorite things about Durrell is that throughout his career, there, there's two different players in him. The player who shows up every day isn't that good. But the player, when there's money on the line, is one of the best players ever. Because when money's on the line, that's all he cares about. After that, we got a Nam and Lolo section where they had a little morning argument. This is not a lover's quarrel anymore. This is just Lolo being mean to Nam where she tells him like, oh, no, they're just using you because they're not your friends. And if anything, I feel like Devin and Kyle and CT actually like Nam and they want to work with him, like based on all the interactions we've seen on our screen. But Lolo is just caught up in her own game. Which isn't really much of a game anyway.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm also confused as to where like Lolo's loyalties lie. Wow, that was a real tongue twister there. Um, <laughs> where do they lie? Uh, because I I don't really see her interacting with people positively in the house a lot.
0: Like we, no. we see a,
1: a a lot of aggression.
0: Lolo is all conflict. She's the type of person to, like, ask for eggs over easy, and then you give it to her over easy. It's like, oh, I kind of want it over medium. I feel like you should have realized that when I said over easy. And you're like, what, what do you mean? Like, it's just like, she's that type of person where you can't ever give her, like, like, nothing you do for her is ever enough.
1: Yeah, that's, I feel like, that's very accurate, yeah. Oh,
0: Lolo. I just feel bad for Nam because he just—he deserves better.
1: He does, and I—I f- I feel like he could be more of a character, like more of a personality, if he had like another partner.
0: Yeah, I mean, the counter argument is maybe he's boring, and all these like Lolo argument scenes are giving him screen time that he wouldn't have otherwise. Maybe he'd be more like a JP from War of the Worlds One, but. Yeah, I I just I don't want to see this man just get treated poorly by his partner over and over again. JP,
1: you mean Josh's savior? <laughs> if J- if JP did not sacrifice his own hand for you Josh,
0: mean, first off, that is Alon.
1: Oh my god,
0: he had the same name as me, Nikki. How could you forget that? <laughs> They were
1: both so meaningless to me. (laughs) They were such Uh, IKEA furniture to me. I'm sorry.
0: JP was a gorgeous man. JP, if you're listening to this in your native country of Brazil, she didn't mean it. You're beautiful. I'm sorry. Then we have the daily challenge. It is called All Brawl, which is like Hall Brawl without the H. In this challenge, players had to... Run into a mud pit in heats of five. There would be four winners of each heat. Uh, in the muddy pit, there is a relic, which is basically the an X version of the pole from pole wrestle. Uh, when a player finds it, they must run it over to a finish line. However, in the process, other players may tackle them. This game is a bit luck, it is a bit strategy, and it is a bit physicality.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot confusing. I relic first of all. I thought. It was going to be like a, like a totem pole or a, some sort of, I don't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark looking thing.
0: <sighs> I did as well, and I think it makes sense if they were going to wrestle each other that it was actually a pole that like that made sense once they were wrestling with each other. Yeah. However, just the word relic was like, dude, you could have just said pole. Just say pole. Yeah. we don't we don't care.
1: Yeah, why why didn't you just say X? There's an X in the
0: water. What's X funny the spot. is the players themselves also had no clue what a relic was at first. They're like, no, that's a rock. No, that's, Is this rock the relic? No, it's not. It's just a rock. And <laughs> it's when Nani finally got it where she was like, oh, I got it. It's, it's the relic. And it's the pole she pulls out of the thing. And then it's like the oh no moment of like...
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, and her heat had her and Nisa, Big T lolo and cam which is the same exact people from the first heat last week except casey switched out for lolo
1: yeah and it it was it was going to be a bloodbath
0: i thought nani did a fine job i mean a lot of people were trying to tackle her and she held out for a decently long amount of time uh cam realizes like well wait if nani wins that's not bad for me because you know nani is my ally so she tries to i think rip anisa off at one point she rips lolo off at one point yeah, and in the end, uh, while being tackled, uh, Nani decides, like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw the I'm gonna throw this relic to Cam, take it to the finish line. Cam gets the win for that heat. And in the aftermath, Lolo is pissed because Anissa, in one of her tackles, uh, chokes Lolo. And in all honesty, it was a bit of a dirty tackle. She did choke her, but it's the challenge. So. <laughs> There aren't any rules. There weren't any there wasn't anything saying that she couldn't choke her. Thus like it what was so annoying is that Lolo comes out of the water and she's yelling. She's like oh that's God. dirty play. You can't do that and everyone's like no you totally can't.
1: Yeah, they were like this welcome to the challenge. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what this little pit was made for.
0: What I thought was so annoying slash so funny is that Lolo is like trying to instigate a physical fight with Anissa, yet oh. <laughs> yet like if she wanted to fight her you had a whole mud pit to do that when she choked, oh, yeah. when she tried to choke you that's when you throw her to the ground that's when you throw a punch if anything not when the challenge is over and you've lost because that just makes you look like someone who's looking for an excuse to why you lost
1: yep she definitely had that like come at me bro kind of like spiel going on you know those like bro dudes at a bar that'll be like come at me bro come at me bro but they never actually like throw a, throw a punch ever
0: yeah in wrestling it's like, one of those in wrestling when the bad guy loses uh sometimes after the match they'll go and beat up the winner but like once their back is turned in order to you know still remaining look tough and that's what it felt like from lolo where she's like oh yeah yeah you know you weren't you aren't gonna step to me da 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 stuff like that and it was just really annoying and to me, Lolo is someone who can't accept that she's the reason for her defeat.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think it's she's a product. I feel like of her her upbringing. I feel like her, and I only mean this like in an Olympic training way. I feel like if you were trained as an Olympian, that's like your mindset all the time. Like it's. I mean, not Lolo.
0: My, yeah. Lola was also, like, one of the best in the world, too. So she spent her entire youth dominating tournament to tournament to tournament, never losing. And so when you get to this point where the challenge its there's a bit of luck to it. There's a bit of strategy to it. She just can't handle that. Like, sometimes you're going to be the worst person out there. Or for whatever reason, things won't go your way, and she can't handle it.
1: It's like a, like a, like a boxer going into MMA or something. You know,
0: yeah, it's just a completely different world, and you can't expect to be the best at it. Amber yeah. B does a good job of calming down Lolo, where she acts like her mom, and really good scene for Amber B there because I mean, I didn't expect anyone to calm Lolo down.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, I just thought Amber was being like, sorry, Amber was being great, Lolo was being a bit of a baby, she was like. I think like a sore loser. She was like, "Oh, like I didn't get it." But no, Anisa Anisa was choking me. She was trying to choke me. That's what it was. Yeah, dirty totally. play. It was dirty play. It was dirty play. But it wasn't.
0: It reminded it was- me of uh, Romeo on Chance versus Stars when he asked for security and brought out his like friends cuz he thought that Zach had like intentionally tried to elbow him in the head. And then they showed the footage and he like totally didn't try to. <sighs> <laughs> You can we,
1: embarrassment.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then after this, we have the men's heat where it goes Nam, Kyle, Josh, Michi, and Fessy. Where Josh and Fessy have a smart, you know, game plan of one of them is going to take the back of the pit, the other one's going to. planning by them as friends. However, Nam finds it in the middle of the pit, and he just pretends like he's having a hard time waiting for the second that Fessy's is going to leave the entrance a little bit open, and the second he does, Nam just bolts it. He just sprints for the finish line, gets the win for his team in really smart fashion, where this game felt a bit like luck, but Nam showed that there could be actual strategy used.
1: Yeah, and I was actually kind of surprised that like Nam used his whole... I don't know, he's probably known for being very quiet, (laughs) given that like English was his second language... Um, So he's probably known for being, like, very quiet on the show or, like, amongst the cast. And so he's probably like, Ooh, there's Nam just being Nam, you know. We never know what he's up to.
0: What really annoyed me, though, was that after he wins, Lolo doesn't even congratulate him.
1: She, ha- she was just still standing there like a sour, uh, what a lemon, a lemon it's- of a human
0: it's not only can she not blame herself for a victory she can't view that others you know other she has to bring other people down with her and that's just like the worst type of teammate to have
1: she was and wasn't it just like last week she wanted like encouragement from her partner
0: yeah i mean like dude be happy like he just saved your team you just saved your ass but no, anisa choked me (laughs) because anisa choked (sighs) me like my day is ruined
1: like you can't just be happy for him. Like, good job, Nam. And also, like he's a rookie. This is for like this is his first win.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a big moment for him. He was proud of himself. Everyone else was proud of Nam, not Lolo, and it was no. it was annoying. The next women's heat, we had Teresa, Amber M, Amber B, Casey, and Gabby. And Teresa finds the relic pretty early. Uh, unfortunately, she does a bad job of selling the fact that she found it. And that she smiles immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Anissa from the sidelines clocks it. She's like, I'm, I I, will never play poker <laughs>
0: with Teresa. I mean, you know what, though? She does have the benefit of, you know, saying that confessional after the fact. But I agree. We just see that scene where she's just totally smiling. smiling. Uh, people go to mug her. She hands it off to Gabby, her friend. Gabby runs it in for the finish line, and Gabby gets the win out of nowhere. Devin is very happy that his partner has got this win, and it's a little good moment for Gabby.
1: Yay! I'm team Gabby. I like her.
0: Every single time I see her on TV, she, like, becomes prettier. I don't know how it's possible, but she's, like, I already thought she was pretty from, like, episode one, but she's, like, dramatically become prettier as the season's gone on.
1: She's, she's gorgeous. I love her. I I hope that we get to see more of her, like, personality
0: come out. Yeah, I mean, it is—it's starting to cut close. We're eight episodes deep now, so she's had a decent amount of exposure, but not a lot. Uh, the last heat was CT, uh, <laughs> CT, Corey, Leroy, Darrell, and Devin. I had to check my phone for that real quick. And <laughs> this round was real funny because CT pretty obviously had the relic like from the jump and then was walking like a penguin to push the relic forward with his feet. Uh, People are calling him (laughs) out for it from the crowd. And he does a good job of bluffing by asking other people, come on, just check my feet, check my feet, check my feet. (laughs) And the second he sees the the entrance opening up, he just bolts it and runs for the finish line, gets the win, very professional fashion.
1: Yeah, it was a... It was a a very C T way to do it, you know?
0: I just like there couldn't have been a more obvious way of him having the relic. It was so obvious that these people psyched themselves out like, oh no, he doesn't have it.
1: They they didn't even try really.
0: <laughs> and it's funny because I mean apparently they're trying to keep C T from going into elimination at all and that was not a good effort to keep CT from winning. I don't know why they left the entrance so open.
1: Yeah. What what are you doing? What happened to your strategy?
0: What's funny is that it's not like the fastest person to win their heat wins overall, like the past challenges. We go into part two, and it's now a pole wrestle between Gabby and Cam and CT and them. And first, we're going to talk about Gabby and Cam because it went really fast. Cam picks up the win easily before the before the uh pole wrestle, Gabby's like, oh man. Like she's like already like I lost. Like, well, here we go. Here goes my best.
1: Which is which is odd because I thought that she was like really fit.
0: I mean she's really fit, but Cam has fifty pounds on her. Maybe I mean maybe maybe a little more, I, maybe I feel, a little less.
1: I feel like fifty is a lot
0: more. Well, Gabby's only, like, five foot, a half inch. And all those British British people are, like, really skinny. Like, devastating. Like, the women especially are devastatingly skinny.
1: Okay, that's fair. Uh, Stern, but fair.
0: Yeah. It's, so, it's a decent size difference. And, I mean, we've seen Cam run over, like, much bigger growth than Gabby so like Gabby just knows like this isn't going to work out for me uh, she did last I want to say like about three seconds longer than I expected
1: yeah she did pretty good maybe she's just like the type of personal trainer where it's like all aesthetics not that I'm saying that she's not physically fit herself
0: I think it's like being... more cardio and stuff like that
1: yeah like just toning up
0: her body's fantastic. I mean, oh. she's a she's a legit trainer. I mean, I did my research before the season, and she, like, actually has, like, she's one of those people you see online where she does the training every day with you. Um, Love it. So good for Gabby, but, yeah, in this type of event, and what's funny is that the moment that uh, Cam just goes for, like, a hard turn on the pole to rip it out of her hands, you hear Gabby go, like, ah, damn, my wrist. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you, never, you never hear someone say that out loud in pole wrestle. Like, no. it's probably, like, a thing that happens all the time where, like, someone just, like, usually they just lose and they're, like, oh, man. But, like, Gabby was, like, legitimately, like, damn, that hurt. Is this what this game is about?
1: <laughs> yeah, she was, like, vocalizing. She was, like, oh, no, yeah, that could have broke. I'm, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay.
0: Then, after all these years, we get our first ever one-on-one CT pole wrestle, which, like, the fact is happening in part two of a daily challenge in the middle of a season. It's a bit bonkers since there's been so many pull wrestles over the years, but CT gets Nam and he uses his experience on him. He gets Nam into the ground in the mud pit in the corner. And he kind of just starts like elbowing Nam's head (laughs) into the side of the pit where it's like a hockey player just like, hitting someone up against the wall over and over again. Yeah, like, bring
1: in that Canadian stuff. Thank you, hockey.
0: Yeah, he's just submitting <laughs> him. And from we'll a physical from a fiscal standpoint, Nam did a really good job. He held in for a really long time. The difference is CT has been on this show for 18 seasons. This is Nam's first ever headbanger. Yeah. CT gets the win, and he proves like, yeah, I'm still CT.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like Nam, Nam and Gabby, I I expected more from them physically, but Cam and CT have just like so much more experience doing challenge related things. So Paul Russell, they were going to have it no matter what.
0: I was honestly shocked how long Nam lasted because like CT knocked him into the side of the pit like so many times. I thought he was going to get injured. Because it looked like a really dangerous position. But he held out for as long as he could. Uh, good on Nam. I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> welcome he, to the challenge.
1: He didn't whine about it after.
0: The funniest part is that the challenge is not over because there is a part three. And as World we mentioned earlier,
1: challenge.
0: <laughs> even CT was like, oh, come on. There's another part. And he's like, alright, now CT, you and your partner Big T are going to go against Cam and Kyle. And CT's like, why? Why did I do this just for like <laughs> Big T to go in against Cam which Big T versus Cam was really sad because you could tell that in Cam's round against Gabby Cam kind of tried to rip it out of her hands whereas with Big T Cam was trying not to hurt Big T. Like she was just yeah. actively going as soft as she could while ripping the pole from her hands.
1: She. It was like Slowly weaning her off of it.
0: Yeah, with Gabby, she was like, "Look, I don't really know you because of that. I can hurt you, but it's like I like Big T. She's nice. Like, yeah. so I can't hurt Big T. If I hurt Big T, the world will be mad at me. So she just she tries to play it safe. And I kind of feel bad for Big T, but I also don't. In that, like Anissa was the same in that one challenge earlier in the season where you know Big T gets treated with kid gloves but at the same time I don't want to see Big T hurt either way so I don't know
1: and it's like there was no way and all the love and respect to Big T there was no way Big T was going to win that there was no way so there was no reason for her to be putting in so much fight that she would like injure herself
0: I did like like CT even saying like I can't even beat Cam, like, just to, like, hype up Cam herself.
1: Yeah.
0: But also to, like, it was also a bit of damage control where he kind of, like, was a bit angry and was, like, kind of putting down Big T as a partner, but then realized, like, you know what, I can't, so I'm going to throw in that comment. I did laugh my ass off where, like, CT is, like, walking to, like, go into the elimination or, like, the daily challenge final part, and Big T just smiles and walks, like, off camera, like looking, like looking back, like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like she knows it's uh, impending doom, and she knows I'm he's so angry, sorry. but it goes that way. Uh, Kyle faces CT, and Cam brings up the fact, like, well, didn't you technically beat him in World of the Worlds one? And Kyle's like, dude, there was another guy going at him at the same time.
1: Yeah, uh, even Kyle was like, no, no, no. Uh. <laughs> I know my worth. I know I know what I've accomplished. It wasn't that.
0: Do you know who that guy was, Nikki?
1: Was it Alan?
0: It was JP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just going to keep mixing up their names. They were only on one season.
0: For my Latin self, this is vaguely racist, but we're going to move on from that.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't think it. it is. Well, I'm white, so of course I won't think it is.
0: <laughs> then we have uh, Kyle and CT's round, where Kyle plays it perfectly. He keeps it close to his body, and he's helped by the fact that CT decides, like, yeah, we're not winning anyway. I don't want to go, like, another round and around and around. So I'm just going to give it to you, Kyle. Here's the win. Here's a wink and a nod. Maybe help me down the road.
1: And then, but then kyle gets that confessional where he's like yeah i beat ct i was like mm-hmm. oh, he
0: didn't." <laughs> it's just so funny though because like you kyle won. knows it's you but like kyle's gonna boast and i love kyle the last couple weeks where he's just been just so happy to exist he's just been over the moon playing the game with yeah. reckless abandon
1: he's i think he's finally coming into his own as a challenger
0: It's weird to say, like, this many seasons in, but yeah, he kind of is. Kyle and Cam win the Daily Challenge, and they have vastly different ideas of what they're going to do with their votes.
1: Oh, yeah, just, like, red and blue, just totally different.
0: In terms of gameplay, Kyle wants to throw in Fessy and Anissa because they screwed him. So, might as well try to, you know, put them in elimination back. Cam is thinking more logically. She doesn't want the Big Brother Alliance against her. She wants to put in Amber and Michi as, you know, either the House vote or the Power vote.
1: Which was bound to happen.
0: Yeah, and it seems as though the House vote is going to go against Amber M. One of the critical votes in the game is Amber B, where, you know, the rookie side of the game, you know, she has to decide, like, am I going to stay with the Big Brother Alliance, who is a stronger alliance? Or the rookie alliance that is people I could maybe beat in elimination.
1: And also, it always reaches that point with the rookies where it's like, do we really stick together? Or or should I just start finding, you know, a more solid alliance with, with more established
0: people? For the rookies, I think they're damned... If they do, damn. If they don't, um, in my opinion, I think Amber should have maybe stuck with the rookies because those are people who are beatable, um, and in the long run, that's who you want to keep in for your like your eliminations. There are still, you know, three more women's schools that are up for grabs, so I would I would just try and stick with those votes as long as possible. But she makes a you know. The safer choice, I think. The on-paper safer choice. And stays with the Big Brother Alliance. Uh, She has a conversation in the morning with Amber M. Where, you know, she throws around the idea of like, uh, you know, I might vote you in. But also, I'm hearing my name as well. Which nobody's saying her name for elimination. But that's something you say when you're lying. Of course. I would just be like,
1: yeah, I, I heard the name Amber. It's like, which Amber? I heard the name Amber I could be either of us I don't know
0: I think Amber M is like she's like really suspicious of this and she's like angry because Amber B has been in their bedroom conversations she's been game planning with them and now she's turning against them thus I don't mind Amber M getting mad and asking uh, Kyle like hey uh, if we go in I don't mind but if (laughs) Amber B votes for me tell me So that way I know never to trust her and that I have a target from here on out.
1: And then Amber B. goes to Kyle and tells Kyle, I'm going to vote for Amber M. Don't tell her. Kyle's like, of course I'm going to tell her. What do you mean?
0: We're getting Amber on Amber violence right now. And one of them has been a lot more entertaining this season. The other one is playing a much better game. And it's a it's a good mix-up. It's a good, I yeah. mean, only one Amber. There's going to be one Amber in the end.
1: One Amber to rule them all.
0: <laughs> At the House Deliberation, uh, it's between Fessy and Anissa and Michi and Amber. And one of the all-time funny moments in Deliberation history is Michi being like, Hey, guys, I would rather not go into elimination <laughs> because I do not want to go into elimination.
1: CT's like so we're just doing it like that now if we could just say we don't want to go in all right (laughs) Leroy's like I don't want to go in
0: (laughs) what had me dying laughing about this moment is uh (laughs) it's just it reminded me of the Spongebob episode where uh Plankton is trying to get Spongebob to do work and he just says no I'll do it later and that that's just Michi in this moment like Guys, I thought everyone liked me in this house. Why am I going into elimination?
1: I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where I don't like the gold skull twist, because it makes the house deliberations and the, like, the secret votes, it all of that, it, it makes the house deliberations way less entertaining.
0: I mean, can we just talk about how good of a social game Michi has played to this point, and that he's like, the smallest guy. Yet it's only now, now at this point, where where he's getting voted in. No social ties to anyone. <laughs> like he just came in this game and was just like really likable.
1: Yeah, barely any camera time.
0: Not even like proving himself as a competitor. Like, oh, you know what? He's a threat. Like this is the rare, like he's the rare like theme like male layup who's just yeah. getting by on personality and. I think there's a lot of female competitors over the years who aren't good competitors, but because people like them, like the Casey Coopers and, you know, the Jemmies that they keep them around. Uh,
1: I love Jemmy.
0: Michi is the rare male version of that, where, like, those players just get targeted early. They just get targeted early and thrown out. So kudos to him for achieving the very rare male layup role.
1: <laughs> he really did play a similar Jemmy game. And I'm only saying this based on the amount of like screen time he has where he's listening to conversations and like brushing his teeth or drinking wine or something. That's very Jemmy of him. That's that's the comparison I see. And I love it.
0: He just has a good vibe, man. He comes in this confessional. Yeah. And his vibe is great.
1: You like you can like feel his charisma coming from the screen.
0: He's the guy who gets invited to like a birthday party. Uh, like, when they're inviting, like, 50 people, he's, like, the 48th guy invited because you're like, I don't really know him, but he seems like he'll be a good time.
1: Yeah. C- click invite. Facebook invite. You got it.
0: The Gucci, house vote... You're, you're formally invited to my birthday party this year. The house vote happens, and we don't know what it is until we get to the elimination itself. We didn't get to see the the, the, the faces, and I was annoyed as hell by this because I rewinded like four times to figure see? it
1: out. I was like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, but like, maybe I just missed it. I'm like, did I blink? Uh, okay. I was like doing something else. I was like, no, I was crunching my food too loud. That's what it was. I missed it. They said it. I don't know.
0: It's so it's... annoying because this was going to be, I think one of the closest votes mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time where we wanted to see where every vote went and they didn't give it to us, and they're gonna give it to us in a YouTube video later. But by that point, I don't care.
1: No, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> yeah. I, don't
0: I love. Care. I post my recaps right as the episode uh, finishes airing, and I always get comments on Reddit like, "Hey, did you know that someone did an Instagram live the next day and said this?" And I'm like, "That that doesn't matter to me. I, I watch the episode when I watch it, and I write my recap. That is the future." I am not part of that timeline.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, what? Now I have to, like, edit all of my posts every time. It's like, well, actually, this person didn't throw the challenge, even though they said they did. (laughs) Like, something like, like, no, I'm just, I'm recapping what happened on the screen.
0: Yeah, this is a very small world problem. Small world of one, specifically, but (laughs) I don't know when I'm ever going to air this grievance again. Maybe next week. We get to the elimination <laughs> itself, and we find out it is Michi and Amber at the house vote, as most people expected. Uh, it is going to be a male elimination day. For some reason, we're getting our fifth male elimination, even though we only two women have schools right now, and four men have schools.
1: Very confused how this is working. How this is going? Um, I don't understand this this like format
0: kyle votes in josh and nani to face michi and amber because uh nani wants to face amber in case it's a female elimination josh wants to try and get his skull regardless also kyle in his brain is like even though i don't like josh i'd rather him have a skull or michi have a skull and then that takes the target off of me because then there's no more skulls and i need to keep devin and josh in the game as long as possible because they'll go in before me Absolutely, best move. Cam is also looking out for Nani with this move, and she and Josh, I think, are kind of friends. They're they were partners at one point. Yeah. The elimination is the same elimination that Tori and Anissa played, except there is a key difference. There is a slider puzzle to start off, and once you solve your slider puzzle, uh, you find out what are the spots on the wall that are breakable.
1: What a difference it made.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Not sarcasm.
0: What's, <laughs> no, yeah, I did. Uh, what's so funny is that Josh, historically, is, I think, before this, before this elimination, was the worst puzzle person in challenge history, I think. Yeah. Oh, like, I, he, I'd put him below Nelson.
1: He almost didn't make it as a, like, competitor, because of a puzzle. Like he was almost like purged out. In War of the Worlds 1.
0: Yeah and it was like a six piece tangram. It wasn't even anything that hard. And thanks to Alan. Yeah. and hand. Yeah.
1: She learns throughout the episode. Um, <laughs> Josh got to go
0: in. Yes he did. So yeah. Before this moment. Josh was historically one of the worst puzzle people. But he solves his slider puzzle quite quickly. And especially compared to Michi, who, spoilers, oh. doesn't solve his puzzle at all. And it's just hilarious because when it started, he just starts moving things around like crazy with no strategy at all. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of Survivor where uh, Tony is one of the greatest players ever, uh, just can't solve a slider puzzle at all. And the
1: Jeff Probst, like,
0: like I-, I just remember this Jeff Probst comment, like, Oh, Tony did the same puzzle years ago. It still looks like he doesn't know has no clue what he's doing. He's just moving pieces randomly.
1: <laughs> I would just like love to see a head-to-head between hosts of like roasting competitors. Like I would love to see TJ and Jeff like go head-to-head where they're like you just suck. Cuz Jeff will Jeff like roast them as they're going. He's like, "Well, you know, Michelle did this in her season and she won, but for some reason she can't figure this out now." weird yeah
0: (laughs) tj i mean like michi was like it was hard he's like i know you're trying your best you suck dude yeah (laughs) and it's as you know it's hilarious because as michi's trying to do the puzzle devin is trying to be like hey i think you're doing the skull maybe you should try to copy the skull behind you
1: yeah which is you know turn around (laughs) Michi's like no focused
0: yeah michi went look man i'm sorry i can't try to solve this puzzle and listen to you tell me how the puzzle is solved at the same time.
1: Yeah, pick one thing. I can only do one thing at a time.
0: Yeah.
1: Poor, poor beautiful man.
0: Meanwhile, Josh is has all the time in the world to win the elimination. And as he's trying to throw the balls through the wall, he just has no throwing form at all. And nope. he misses throw after throw after throw. We see him miss at least 10 throws on camera. And the crowd is just laughing at him nonstop.
1: He throws like I do. And I don't know if you get this vibe from me, but I'm not very athletic. What? I wow. know. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, I know. Well, it, I, I'll,
1: I'll give you a minute. I did yeah. drop something big on you. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> it was Josh's triumphant moment. And everyone just laughing and laughing and laughing. Eventually, he gets the win. And. Man, Michi, this is, you're the person who Josh won his first elimination against, which not a great look.
1: No. (laughs) I will, I will give it to Nani, though. Nani was in the crowd, you know, telling them, like, stop, stop laughing at him. Stop. Like, Nani's always a good friend like that. No,
0: yeah, she's, she's a good friend. But yeah, the whole crowd ain't They're gonna, they're they're still laughing to this day. I'm still laughing. (laughs) Josh finally gets an elimination win. He is no longer in the Tyree Danny Jameson club. He gets a win. (laughs) He's one and three. Congrats, dude. You're like out of that club now. If you can make a final, then maybe we'll take you seriously. Until then, people are going to view you and Devin in the same light.
1: Yep. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever take Josh seriously.
0: I I do like that Devin was like, all right, congrats, dude. You won one elimination. Devin yeah. is like, but it's true because Devin is technically four and one in eliminations. So he's like, yeah, I remember when I got my first elimination. <laughs> when like,
1: like five seasons ago. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Poor he's, Josh. Like, I
0: yeah, he's like, I beat Bananas and Wes. You beat Michi.
1: Yeah. Who couldn't even finish the puzzle?
0: Oh, man. Rough look for Michi.
1: Uh, <laughs> I bet Ashley is just like, watching the episode being like oh my god our little puzzle queen is probably like just get the app she has puzzle apps maybe she can like recommend one to him
0: it does make me wonder if this was amber versus nani our girl nani isn't the best of puzzles no i don't think that amber would have done a good job you know getting the cart down and maybe throwing the balls and nani would have the advantage there but if Amber has enough time, if Nani can't solve the puzzle, we could have seen, like, yeah, an upset happen.
1: It, it could have gone, like, a totally different way. And I could definitely see Nani getting, like, really frustrated with the puzzle. Because that's where I think that her and Josh are not, well, for many reasons, I think her and Josh are not great partners. But they both get so frustrated so easily with themselves. When they, Agreed. like, can't accomplish something. And I, I, I always feel so bad because I'm like yelling at the screen because i'm like no you're good nani don't worry just calm down
0: yeah and after the elimination josh chooses to stay with nani which i think it's a smart choice because i don't think any other woman in the house likes josh as much as nani and i don't think yeah even though she might not be on paper the strongest partner having someone who actually believes in you is huge
1: yeah and it's it's I think it'll be more helpful. Josh will will do all he can to make sure that Nani gets her skull.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll be bad actions. Maybe he'll put a target on her. But they're a partnership who exists. And yeah. I just hope the best for Nani. he uh, throw more drinks. Amber, she lucks out because now she's the rogue agent. She gets another two episodes in the house. And I think that's all she wants. She just wants to stay in as long as possible.
1: Yeah. Make that appearance fee... Drink all those drinks. Make all those connections. Do it.
0: It, She even mentioned, like, man, week after week, I just keep dodging bullets because now it's a male elimination. She dodges it. Like, being the rogue agent has its perks. And theoretically, the next time there is a, you know, a female elimination, she could get a really good partner because people are targeting, you know, Casey and Teresa or Lolo. So she can get Nam. She can get Corey. She could get... uh, Leroy, those are great partners to have.
1: Yeah. And people are definitely going to try, because with the men, they're going to want to throw in somebody that already has a skull. Because they have to, like, steal it.
0: Yeah, I mean, next week will be a woman, so there's three women's skull left. Uh, But once the men switch over, it's going to be Devin and Josh fighting for their lives. Yeah. Because nobody is going to go after Leroy, Kyle, or Fessy. I mean, maybe Kyle, if... Devin wins the daily challenge or something like that. But yeah, they are. Oh. Devin and Josh are right now public enemies number one and two. I just want CT to go in there and just crush Josh. <laughs> that would be the I, Josh versus CT hall brawl after he called Devin out for a hall brawl. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs>
1: Challenge gods, please. (laughs) Please.
0: I love that Devin and I love the Devin and Josh rivalry because they they seem like they're two people who are on equal footing fighting.
1: Yeah, it's it's not like a. I don't know. It's it's not like
0: a Josh West scenario.
1: Yeah, it's not like a Josh and anyone else scenario.
0: So what would you rate the episode overall?
1: Um, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it six six out of eight of Nom's abs.
0: I'm also gonna give it six and a half. I'm gonna give it six and a half actually. I thought oh. it was a good daily challenge. I thought there was good strategy in play, and right now we're starting to gear up. People, the schools are getting taken up, people yeah. are switching around, the game is heating up and we get trivia next week.
1: Oh, my favorite. I'm so excited. Trivia. Oh. Oh. So I,
0: I hate challenge trivia because it's, like, what? too easy. I think, it well, one, I think the questions are too easy. Two, uh, especially in recent years. They've gotten, like, really easy in recent years. Two, they get a little bit too extra with it sometimes. Like, they throw uh, an X at someone else. And I don't like it. I, I just prefer it when it's just straight-up trivia. Like, do you know it or do you not know it?
1: I like it when it's when they're like on a really high structure above water when it's like, I don't know, their partner's like holding them and they have to like yeah. know the answer. If not, they have to like let go of their partner.
0: No, last season, it was hilarious when everyone is like they're holding onto the rocket and everyone's like, oh, Josh is going to fall so hard. And then he actually did. And they're all just <sighs> laughing. At him. Man, I'm sorry, Josh. I don't know why we're going in on you this hard. I do, this I'm point. sorry, congrats, man. Congrats on winning the elimination. Uh, thank yeah. you all for listening to this week's episode. Uh, it was a good episode, and it's always great to have your ears for us. Subscribe yeah. to us on Spotify, on iTunes, on YouTube, at Caffeine Confessionals, CaffeineConfessionals.com. Follow Nikki on Twitter at the Nikki Sin, her website, TheNikkiSyn.com, Instagram at the Nikki Sin. Follow me at TheAllenAguery on Twitter, and TheAllenAguery.medium.com for my blog. Thank you very much.
1: Peace out, a Down.